Hello, I'm Madison Green, and today I'm going to talk to you about America's best idea, our national parks. I'm going to start with a brief history of the national park system in the United States. Yellowstone was the first national park. It was founded in 1872. President Theodore Roosevelt further expanded the park system with the Antiquities Act. Since then, the national park system has continued to grow, now including 61 parks. The parks were originally intended for the benefit and enjoyment of the people. Unfortunately, this led to mismanagement. Predators were killed, fires were suppressed, one popular activity was watching bears eat from the dumpsters. All of this damaged the ecosystems. In the 1960s, a committee met to redesign the parks with a focus on sustainability, education, and conservation. Since then, many new policies have been implemented. The book, A Thinking Person's Guide to the National Parks, outlined many of these changes. Some of these changes include using a permitting system to prevent overcrowding in areas such as the Colorado River, introducing shuttle buses to reduce traffic which can lead to air pollution, controlled burning to better manage woodlands and reduce massive forest fires, and reintroducing species such as the Yellowstone wolves to restore balance to the ecosystems. All of this is marked improvement, but we are still falling short. Protection from pollution. How is drilling impacting the parks? According to the National Parks Conservation Association, drilling for oil and natural gas is one of the leading threats to national parks. As development calls for more fuel, there is a constant pressure to expand drilling operations. Drilling causes pollution and disrupts the ecosystem in which it occurs. There are 12 parks with active drilling operations, and 30 more could soon have drilling within the parks. It is also important to remember, parks are not islands. Their borders are arbitrarily designed by humans. Even drilling in park-adjacent lands can have impacts. One park impacted by increased drilling is Grand Teton National Park. Grand Teton National Park is a part of the greater Yellowstone ecosystem. Since the 1990s, the park has seen a 31% decrease in mule deer. The deer do not live only within the boundaries of the park. Park-adjacent drilling in the deer's habitat damages their migration corridors. Drilling on federal park-adjacent lands threatens not only the wildlife, but also local communities. Sequoia National Park is also impacted by drilling. The park is plagued by poor air quality, which threatens tourism and local health. Communities who live near the park are at risk due to poor air condition. According to the American Lung Association, the air is unsafe to breathe for more than two months. Between 1993 and 2014, Sequoia National Park has had more poor air quality days than the city of Los Angeles. 1.2 million acres of Central Valley are to be open to drilling in the future. This will likely worsen the pollution. This seems like a problem bigger than the ordinary citizen. However, there are many things we can do. One way is to encourage legislators to include National Park Services in decisions about leasing land to oil companies. We also need to increase protection to park-adjacent land. Laws such as the Chaco Cultural Heritage Protection Act would protect park-adjacent lands from drilling. Finally, we need to prevent the rollback of existing environmental laws. How can we do this? Voting. Making informed votes and considering policies on the national parks 
and the environment as a whole will ensure these parks are protected. Balancing Recreation and Conservation What can you do? The parks are a space intended to be enjoyed by the public. However, parks are being threatened by the very people who enjoy them. Litter and traffic from visitors can threaten wildlife, and invasive species carried by travelers also pose a threat. One way to protect the parks is to leave no trace. Make sure to keep trash secure and bring everything out that you bring in. During the last government shutdown, many parks piled up with garbage. This should not have happened. If the trash can is full, carry your garbage out with you. It is also important to prevent hitchhikers or invasive species from entering the parks. Make sure that you don't bring firewood from outside sources and that you wash your boats after use to prevent aquatic invasive species. Another way to protect the parks is to be educated. Citizen scientists and other programs allow people to get involved at the parks. People can also learn about conservation at the visitor center or from a variety of guidebooks. Finally, it is important that we all explore. National parks provide a connection to nature that is difficult to obtain in most people's lives today. In the parks, we can disconnect from modern technology and the stress of everyday life and explore nature. It is important to protect these places from drilling and overuse so they can be enjoyed for many years to come. The parks provide some of the most spectacular sights in our country, including some of the tallest mountains, some of the most impressive canyons, riverways, lakes, geysers, and even ancient trees. If we all do our part to encourage the conservation of the national parks, we can ensure that we'll be able to enjoy these places for many decades to come.